The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Our first guest, Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer with the Irish Daily Star, was with us for the week trending last Friday. We anticipated what would happen at the Qatar World Cup, but there were a few few twists and turns that we hadn't really anticipated or expected. Kieran, thank you for dragging yourself away from Senegal and the Netherlands, which is probably the first contestable game of the mm-hmm. tournament so far. But First of all, tell us what England are today and the other European nations and what FIFA stopped all of these countries from doing. Well, England uh, was one of seven federations, included Belgium, Denmark, Germany, Netherlands, Switzerland and Wales, that uh, made it clear in September that they were going to wear a one-love armband with with the rainbow colours. And, you know, as a recognition, an expression of solidarity with LGBTQ plus people in Qatar and elsewhere, because we know, we know the strictures that are in place on them there. And one of the most remarkable things about this, uh, Matt, is there was no response from FIFA until Sunday night, when they made it clear they would not allow this to happen, and the players who did so would be booked, you know, or, you know, which would, be, would have been the captain that was going to wear the armband, the captain would be booked and made, could be told to wear the, to leave the field of play. So all the federations have now backed down, uh, no, the captains have worn an armband, but a FIFA-approved armband, which uh, for, for for this game is uh, reads no discrimination. But ultimately, this is about control, Matt. You know, it's uh, FIFA want armbands, but they want their own armbands. If you watch the games today, around the, the advertising hoardings, there's ads for the FIFA soundtrack album, the FIFA fan zone, the FIFA store. Um, the referees are the, uh, uh, where the FIFA badges. The football is FIFA branded. Even and this has been going on for a long time. Like we remember when the World Cup used to be called the World Cup. Now we, it's, they insist it's called the FIFA World Cup, and it's all about ownership and it's all about control. And it's, I, I was actually very curious what Virgil Van Dijk would do because the Dutch of all the European nations, you know, can be quite contrary and can go their own way. And he had made it clear yesterday that he would wear the armband, but as things stand, he didn't. He wore the FIFA one. But I know that there's a thing that they don't want political gestures been made or political slogans been worn on clothes. But what they're effectively saying is they don't really care about the people who have been represented in that armband. And it wasn't a political party or a political belief that was being championed. It was human rights. And so they've effectively, FIFA said, we're going to control how you actually support human rights. Yeah, and something else has happened now, uh, you might be aware of, Matt, but I just saw a tweet now in the last 20 minutes from Grant Wall. And Grant Wall would be the best known and the most respected American soccer writer. He was with Sports Illustrated for years. He's with CBS Sports at the moment. He's in Qatar to cover the World Cup. And he's covering the USA-Wales game this evening. And he has tweeted a picture of himself wearing a T-shirt, which is a T-shirt of a football with a rainbow around it. And he said he's been refused entry to the stadium that he was told he couldn't get in if he was wearing that T-shirt. Wow. So, in fairness, I have to, Alex Scott of the BBC, I believe, she wore the armband on the sideline when doing pieces to camera for BBC, which was a gutsy move on her part. It was a gutsy move. And, uh, you know, I, I will be, it will be interesting to see to people, to, to more people try and make a gesture, because clearly Grant Wall as well was trying to make his own gesture. And I think this has become one of the most interesting sporting events I can remember, Matt, and there's only day two. It's because it's, it's now embraced so much 
so many social, cultural and political issues. Like, it's become far bigger than football. And Dennis Walsh, actually, Dennis Walsh had a very good column today in Irish Times. And he argued, and he, he made a very good point, that, you know, Qatar has hosted the likes of World Athletics Championships, uh, the World Championships in Boxing, um, you know, you look at the links to the UAE and Middle Eastern countries to horse racing, and there isn't anything like this kind of outrage. But to me, the crucial difference is the World Cup is so much bigger than anything else in sport. That this is the only truly global sport. There are other sports that are play, widely played, but this is the one that all, dwarfs all of others. Like even media outlets, every single media outlet has a so- soccer core. They have very few other specialist cars these days. So that's why maybe the, when Qatar hosted other events, it didn't get the same kind of coverage. But we've seen in very early days that this is going to be very emotive and a very political World Cup. And the hollow words of Gianni Infantino on Saturday when he was saying, I am gay, I am disabled, they are seen now for what they really are, just grandstanding. Let's actually hear some of that speech. I'm not even going to make a comment about it until people have had a chance to listen to a little bit of it. Today I feel uh, Qatari. Today I feel Arab. Today I feel African. Today I feel uh, gay. Today I feel disabled. Today I feel uh, a migrant worker. As a child at school, I was bullied because I had uh, red hair and I had these red, how do you call them? Uh, freckles. 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 Sorry? Freckles. Freckles. Yes, yes, and you know the term. I was bullied, of course, for that. Plus, I was Italian, so imagine. And what do you do then? You lock yourself down, you go into your room, you cry, and then you try to make some friends. And you try to speak, to engage, and you try to get these friends to engage as well with others and others and others. You don't start accusing, fighting, insulting. You start engaging. Okay, and not in any way to under play or undermine that people have been bullied because they have red hair. I think context is everything here, isn't it, Kieran? In that he started trying to take on this role of empathy for people who certainly believe that's a hypocritical position for somebody who is taking in all the Qatari money and who, as you pointed out on Friday, is going to live in Qatar for the next year. That this is, well, how would you describe it? Well, it's embarrassing. You know, it's it, it, you know it's one of the most um, cynical speeches I've ever heard. You know, that, that, but you know it's in line with these opening ceremonies when they've all this touchy feely stuff about inclusivity and you know, kind of stuff you hear at Eurovision. You know, they, they, they throw out this old guff. But what matters really is the thinking that goes on with FIFA. And look at the thinking, that, you know, consider the thinking that goes into who sits where at the biggest event. And the biggest event, the World Cup, is the opening, other than the final, is the opening game and the opening ceremony. Who did Gianni Infantino have sitting beside him? He had Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Okay? 
The US authorities have made it clear that they believe Bin Salman was behind the murder of the journalist Jamal Khashoggi, but he's been given immunity from prosecution because he was recently made Saudi Prime Minister as well as being the Crown Prince. And being head of state makes him immune from prosecution. And all the talk is of Saudi bidding for the World Cup and bidding for the Olympics. And that that Infantino saw fit to have Bin Salman sitting beside him and laughing and joking and talking with him during the open ceremony and the opening game. It says a lot about FIFA. But Kieran, what about his argument that in Europe we have no right to lecture others as to their behaviour given the cultural imperialism practised by European countries for centuries? But uh, you, uh, you, you've mentioned something there, for centuries. Like This is the kind of argument I used to hear all the time you know, when covering Daniel Kinnan's role in boxing, people would say the mafia ran boxing for a long time. And I was thinking that was 50 years ago. Just because something happened 50 years ago doesn't make it right now. Just because all sorts of atrocities were done by uh, the armies of Britain or Netherlands or France or Germany over the years doesn't justify things that go on. Like people, things change, circumstances change, and you respond to the changes. And, you know, it's... I, I've seen this from 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 the la- over the last couple of days. What about and moral equivalence? And that should be the ideal. Finally, really, really, what about re moral equivalence? Or maybe they're, they're too similar to go against each other. But people are making excuses already. Now, if you point out the many issues with Qatar and FIFA, now you're being accused of racism or being anti-Islam. Yeah, the what about re is extraordinary. There's a listener here saying both teams should have worn the armband in the warm-up. They couldn't be booked then, says David and Wexford, except I can't imagine Iran would have agreed to wearing that particular armband. But in fairness to the Iranian players who got thumped by England in the game, they did put up their own show of defiance against their own authoritarian regime by refusing to sing their own national anthem. Yeah, well, what, what's been happening in, in Iran since September and the death of a young woman called Masa Amini has been extraordinary. Now, she was arrested for not wearing the hijab in accordance with the government strictures. Uh, she was tortured and she was killed by the authorities. And there have been widespread protests, uh, particularly with young women have been protesting, and also sports people have taken a stand. And, you know, the, 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 we've seen it with basketball, we've seen it with athletics, we've seen it in different sports. And the Iranian footballers have been very, have been very good on this. The captain spoke out yesterday about it, and they refused to sing the national anthem before the game today. So that is a brave stance when you're coming from a country like Israel. And we haven't seen that brave... Iran, sorry, excuse me. Or sorry, Iran, <laughs> I have to say. And in fairness, just to finish, also in fairness to the English team, they did do the gesture, something that we saw a lot of during the COVID lockdown, the taking of the knee, and something mm. which has gone out of, I think, football over the last year or so. But they reinstituted it, and that was a welcome thing to see as well. And I know there are going to be people who are going to be complaining, oh, this is all woke, and there's going to be mm. people defending the Qataris on the basis that they're entitled to expect visitors to behave in the way that is the cultural norm in the country. But as you say, this is a world event. And to show that sort of respect for others by the English team does some good, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, because you have, like, I hate mentioning his name, but Piers Morgan was getting into the whataboutery and he was saying, you know, you've got all, a lot of African countries there, you know, where homosexuality is illegal as well. You know, why? So why make it all about Qatar? But the key difference is that Qatar was gifted the World Cup. 
Qatar is hosting the World Cup when it has nothing, no credential to do so. And all the issues that have been highlighted is right to be that they be highlighted and they should be for the duration of the tournament and long after. Thank you very much, Kieran Cunningham, Chief Sports Writer with the Irish Daily Star. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4 30.